0: you sure you're ready for this? I'll
1: do my best.
0: Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. All right, folks, here we go.
2: Next seminar up October 13th through the 15th with just a couple spots left. After that, December 8th through the 10th, then February 9th through the 11th. We have our coaches workshop going on October 21st on Long Island. This is open to anyone with no prerequisites. This is going to be geared towards folks that just want to get better at coaching, personal trainers, fitness instructors. We're going to cover the basics of the starting strength methods and principles using the barbell to get stronger and folks will take each other through the five step deadlift teaching progression. There is a discount for active personal trainers. So check out the site for more details. Then we have a self-sufficient lifter camp going on November 4th in Wichita Falls. Squat, press, deadlift, how to film yourself and how to diagnose your own technique. We have an upper body camp covering the press and bench press in Orlando on November 11th at Starting Strength Orlando. Then a deadlift and power clean camp going on December 2nd on Long Island. A couple squat and deadlift camps on the list. November 4th in Indianapolis, at Starting Strength Indianapolis. And November 12th in Baltimore at 5x3. Then finally, a couple of squat press and deadlift camps going on October 21st in Brussels, Belgium, Brussels Barbell, and December 9th in London. Speaking of Brussels, Steve Ross, the owner and head coach and SSC in Brussels, is looking for coaches. So if you're in the European area and are interested in becoming a coach, reach out to Steve directly. You can hit him up through social media or go to the BrusselsBarbell.com page and contact him through that for more information. Also a reminder, our pre-sales are going on for Starting Strength Atlanta's first gym in Atlanta and another gym in Austin. Go to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com to find those locations and get in on that pre-sale while The price is right. And as usual, for more information on anything I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage.
0: From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the Internet, ladies and gentlemen, Starting Strength Radio Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Uh, today, on Starting Strength Radio, today, we are going to do a paper Q&A. See the paper? Paper. We have two forms of Q&A, for those of you who are new to the program, two forms of Q&A. We've got a paper Q&A, as you see here, where we read questions that you have submitted to where do they submit those they're from the network on the internet right yes no, no, no they, they mail mail they, they mail them in now they the mail mail-ins. them yeah yeah they mail them into us like so. with a stamp yeah and paper and shit mm-hmm. yeah do that mail those to us and we'll open the envelope with our letter openers and we'll pull questions out and then stack them on the <laughs> that's paper rip will do that personally i do that personally because i like to cut paper It's fun i like to hear that zipping through the paper sound that the blade makes makes me happy to hear that and uh the other version of q a is the call-in q a and that's not what we're doing today today we're doing the paper q a so here's the, i mean w- don't accuse us of not being responsive to our audience all right because we are responsive to the audience in fact today we have a live studio audience right?
3: we always do we just have more
0: just we always have a live a rather just truncated usually, studio usually audience rusty. of just nick and rusty and uh but today uh it's we have uh ray gillenwater here with us shalom and uh we may ask him a question here in a minute and we have our friend will morris here also is he in the shot
3: no neither of them are in the shot we don't have Neither
0: of them are in the shot no well shouldn't we yeah no we'll put them up on the screen later i think i think we're we're limited on space in here (laughs) it's just a technical limitation you could could put them
4: up there they'll fit next to you if you want to have them sitting next to you i don't want them anywhere near me yeah yeah
3: you don't want to catch the jew and then you don't nope. yeah <laughs> nope. gonna,
4: no i don't he'll take he'll slowly he'll slowly, he'll slowly just, take
3: over the show is him him close to and then you'll have lots of money in your bank account too <laughs> yes. gold. Not be, I mean,
0: the gold gold appears around your neck gold i just start having gold show up <laughs> all right now uh did you did uh, did Steph send you that uh email today from that company that wanted to advertise with us on the podcast i just saw it yeah did, did you look at that
3: i just i read the last part where we should do a christmas show which is a great idea but i didn't read the i
0: don't yeah i didn't read uh, it. the I, i'm talking about the products yeah i didn't read it <clears throat> these guys are are selling some kind of testosterone boosters oh and the ad copy is just you know
3: you know what works as a testosterone booster Testosterone. Testosterone. <laughs> testosterone.
0: They seem to have missed that point. <laughs> that if your testosterone is low, what you do is you take you testosterone. Boost, you boost your testosterone. You boost your testosterone by adding testosterone. What's funny is to your butt cheek. That's, that's cheaper.
4: That's cheaper than it's a lot of these the testosterone not. boosters. But
0: it's not. <laughs> Look at these stupid. You got the email too. No, no, no. I'm, t- I'm talking about actual testosterone. Is cheaper. It than is cheap. te- that's yeah. What, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. Is the, they got like a $90 bottle mm, of fucking. Right. Pills That'll last you, weeks, yeah. last you two weeks. Last you two weeks. Who's the former? You know, but it's, you know, masculinity is not toxic and we're all about being masculine and all this other yeah. bullshit. And it's just, it's so fucking gay. It's just amazing. They've got an illustration of a guy shaved, oiled, tanned doing a dumbbell curl <laughs> that's awesome and that is masculine <laughs> oh these guys are this is amazing you know that's great this is amazing so you she know got the, you she know an interesting idea and i thought it was a, a good idea we, you you might have noticed you, you people who have been watching our podcast for quite some time we don't have any sponsors we don't have any sponsors we don't take paid, paid sponsorships uh but what she's what she decided would be a good idea to do, and I think this is a good idea, is that we got Christmas coming up and we might want to talk to you guys about some of the, the ideal products that we like that might be good for you to buy in addition to the the stuff you've already got. But but our favorite stuff. Our favorite stuff. And you know, this is this would be a completely different experience for most of you guys, since uh, we would never take this testosterone booster dog shit because it's well, because we're educated past that, and uh, and what we but what we do use is several different kinds of things. So I'm going to talk today. It's hot in here with the live studio audience. And today, about something I like in the kitchen, it's called a pigtail. Now, you look up pigtails, and I think these things are available on Amazon. A pigtail is a <clears throat> it's – it's got a handle, and it's a long piece of steel with a hook at the end of it at 90 degrees to the shaft of the deal. It's a, it's a needle-sharp hook, and what this is for is – cooking and what you do is you've got a piece of meat in the pan you can pick that up and turn it over precisely place it anywhere you want it in the skillet and it is a neatest ass little deal you've ever seen look it up on amazon the pigtail now we haven't been paid to advertise these but (laughs) once you once you get a set of pigtails there's two in the set there's a long one which you can use out on the on the on the grill outside and there's a short one for the for the stove top you get used to using these things and you'll throw all the rest of your kitchen tools Away, what you need, all you need is a good commercial spatula and a pigtail. You're
3: doing the whole fucking Christmas show right now. What, what are you doing, man? No,
0: no, 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 no. no. Look, we're going to have a series of recommendations. Oh, it's a series. I got you. Yes, okay. a series of recommendations. I thought we were going to do a Christmas yeah, show. Do I thought a whole Another show. product next week. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Got it. Got it now. Is that yes. clear enough? Thank you. Unless there's a guest, we won't do it in front of a guest. But we've got when we're on doing Q and A's and you know sitting around just with us you know yucking it up we're going to talk about things we like so be thinking of things you like all right we're going to talk and we're not going to be paid to promote these things but i want you guys to go get a pigtail if someone's to pay me to promote something shoot
4: me an email (laughs) what i said if someone wants to pay me to advertise something shoot me an
0: email (laughs) let me ask you a question (laughs) Where are you going to promote something? <laughs> On what, his Instagram. At the house? <laughs> I'll start wearing shirts. <laughs> yeah, that is the yeah, I'm sure that the, the offers are flooding yeah. in even as we speak. Did okay. you guys
3: see Rusty from Starting Strength Radio watch, wearing our shirt? Wearing our like, shirt. Who the fuck is Rusty?
0: <laughs> All right, anyway, back to the pig thing. This thing's cool. All right. So I want you to get a pigtail, and I want you to figure out how to reconcile the fact that you've never had one of these things before with the reality that this is the neatest little device on top of the stove that you have ever used. You'll love it. Pigtail, good one. All right, A blinking sign. Rip was not paid. Not Rip was paid. not paid. Not paid. <laughs> the pigtail guy Which is the opposite <laughs> of everybody else's deal, right? Everybody else is paid to say things. I'm not paid. In fact, probably the pigtail people wish I would shut the fuck up. You know, for all that I know, they may be Democrats or something. You know. But nonetheless, they're going to sell a bunch of pigtails as a result of, of my plug. So maybe they'll reconsider their politics. It'd be if funny in if it was fact, de- That's what
3: happened. It was designed to flip vegetables for. Vegetables.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, I guess we uh, we we've done the the product plug <laughs> segment of the show. So the next segment of the show today is. One that is um, fondly admired by lots and lots of the people that watch this podcast—not me, but lots of people like the segment of the podcast that we call comments from uh, the haters. I don't know why we keep doing this. It just aggravates me.
3: You're it's my show. Hard. I
0: could I could drop it if
3: you could. Yeah, you certainly I could. could. Just like you uh just decided to do a product segment, you could <laughs> drop. Yeah. Pro- comments I mean, it is haters. my show. If I want to do a <laughs> you product. You can do whatever segment, you want. <laughs>
0: if I want to do a product segment <laughs> and eliminate the comments <laughs> from the haters, by God, I can do that. Can't I? <laughs> All right, well, here's the first hater's comment. All right. <laughs> it would be good if they also cared about obesity and its negative effect on health and longevity. Because, of course, we don't care about obesity. We want everybody to be glommy fat because that's the same that's thing how you as get being strong.
3: strong. That's the only way to get strong. The only right? way to get strong right. is to be glommy fat. Yeah. And we've
0: always said that, haven't we? we've always said that yeah uh see these people are just so fucking dumb it's just here's a here's an example of dumbness all right now you, you're this is honestly somebody actually wrote this all right i always chuckle when i inside when hearing i can't run because i have bad knees you have bad knees because you don't run mm. This video is complete misinformation. He worked the new term in for something that's wrong. Right? Misinformation. Please, for the love of all strength guys, quit bashing cardio. Quit trying to sell your bullshit idea that a strong deadlift is more important than a strong heart. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, that's the level of Insight these fucking idiots have here. All right. So uh, here, here and here's another one. This is this is also. Uh, oh, oh, it's the same guy. I'm not going to read two of his. Although I really just don't could. say his name. Oh, okay. And if it's a good comment, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just uh, make one. <laughs> this is. Uh, this is in response to our friend Malcolm Kendrick's uh, comment about cholesterol. And uh, the level of misinformation in this video is alarming, even for Mike's standards. Mike. Mm.
3: Mike, is that you?
0: That's Malcolm. Oh, okay. So, All right. M. <laughs> right? Close enough for this idiot. All right. All right. He should never be giving medical advice, especially if he believes the bullshit he spews on this video. He's a doctor, right? Right, kind of his job. That's what he does yep. for a living: is give medical right. advice. Doctor, his medical Kendrick. advice happens to be sound, whereas the guy who sends you home with a Prozac prescription on the basis of a forty-five second visit in his Little room does not sound medical. All right, let's see. Uh, While it's been shown that consuming cholesterol isn't the main culprit behind your high levels, it's been proven time and again that consuming high amounts of saturated fat is bad, especially if you're already overweight. That's not true, of course, but. this guy said it, so it's. And rest assured, higher levels of LDL is not a good thing. Please, for the love of all, same same guy. Do not get medical advice from anyone on YouTube. <laughs> well, you know it's kind of hard to argue with that.
3: He loves to throw out the misinformation.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Misinformation. Category. That's a modern term, you know. Yeah. Uh, I watch this guy for entertainment as almost every single one of his videos have degree have some degree of bullshit in them. He tells people what they want to hear. <laughs> Which is exactly the opposite of... Oh, anyway. Alright. This is a real good one. You don't need a weight room at all. You don't even need much equipment. Just get yourself a big old tractor tire and flip it until you're exhausted and you'll be real world stronger and faster than the vast majority of people in the gym. Don't do steroids though. <laughs> you might not lift as much as some of the squat dead lifters and benchers, but you'll whoop their rear ends in a fight. All right. If they take steroids. That's a simple thing. And you program. don't. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Heavy tire flipping is a lot of real-world strength and power. It's strength, speed, and cardio all in one. A total full-body workout. Everything is involved, even your nervous system, mm. which most gym lifting lacks.
3: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> Man, that's good. You don't even use your nervous system when you lift weights. <laughs> right?
3: You just leave it at Wham. home. Why you just leave it <laughs> at home? <laughs> just like you leave it in the car. Oh,
2: okay.
0: shit. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I can't. I, I just can't. Man, that's it. awesome. So, all right. I wonder how many tractor tires that guy has in his backyard. I don't know. He just
3: goes out and it, them. You only out. need one, though. <laughs> don't you only need
0: one. You only need, need one. one. A tractor tire. You just need one. Oh, man. Might be a lawn tractor tire for this one. <laughs> All right. Here's here. This is responding to my interview with uh, John Wellborn. And, and the clip is outcome versus process training. <laughs> Two millionaires telling every. <laughs> <laughs> Two millionaires telling everyone else not to be driven by outcome. <laughs> oh, shit. That's amazing. All right. Fuck, man. Oh, here's the good love one? This? <laughs> Looking at your belly is a very hard thing for me to do. I have to zoom all the way out to fit it all in. And, but what do you do? You look at my belly. <laughs> yeah, keep watching. You keep watching and looking at my belly. You know why? Because you want me. That's why. You want me. What does that make you? Makes you normal in two thousand twenty-three. Oh no! This this is a really this is this is a keeper here only diet ever proven all right hold it it's how to manage your heart health with dr ovadia okay this is this is current man it's this current. is right up to date here that's a good episode only diet I mean. ever proven to prevent and reverse heart disease is a low-fat plant-based diet mm. <laughs> that, it's, God
3: 19, it's 1982.
0: oh <laughs> shit look up ornish and Esselstein. never heard of it dean ornish you never heard of dean of course ornish? you
3: have everybody's heard of dean ornish
0: dean ornish <clears throat> i think is dead yeah probably of heart disease <laughs> of heart disease because he wanted you all he wanted you to do was eat malto meal or something yep. all day right they got the before and after angiograms to prove it that the arteries will open back up People on a Mediterranean type diet still have heart attacks and strokes, just not at the level of people following the standard American diet. This guy's a little behind. He's, uh, uh, by a, couple of he's decades. a lot behind, is what he is. All right, and here's the last one Doofus. Er, <laughs> a meme. Er, you are you are you're er, er, you're er, 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 a meme
3: you're a meme doofus that's wow. the
0: reverse hypers starting strength radio clips
3: that was a solid batch man that's good
0: every time i read a batch of these fucking things i make up my mind to never do it again and somehow and yet and yet somehow yet the next podcast that we do, I will be reading another batch of comments, comments from, from the haters. haters. <laughs> because they're funny, you know. Because they're funny.
3: All right. Two millionaires telling people. <laughs> Two
0: millionaires. Right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody on the internet's a millionaire. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> I
3: didn't know you were a millionaire. We should get a new table or something. <laughs> oh, you can't afford a new table. <laughs>
0: and i kind of like this one that it? is a nice table actually yeah it's a very expensive million <coughs> dollar table maybe our wood our uh ten
3: dollar a sheet wood panel background there could be could get an upgrade though
0: <coughs> well i kind of like it too I think yeah it's but, you know, pretty we could, we could have some real wood know, back there nice wood grain i mean how can we improve on that real wood feels like wood to me yeah it does I did a good job. You know what you want on that to fix it, <clears throat> make it look better, is Scott's liquid gold. It's got
3: Scott's liquid oil on it.
0: You spray some Scott's liquid gold I, on it and kind of Brie rub it in. It. I did, too. And the thing looks like a million-dollar wall.
3: <clears throat> Sanded it. Brie and Rusty sprayed it with Scott's liquid gold.
0: Oh, it's already been sprayed. Yeah. It doesn't look dark enough to have been sprayed yeah. with Scott's It's
3: been sprayed once. And that, ta- be, that table has, it has needs
0: been. to be sprayed every time we do the podcast. <laughs> Don't you think? Part of the, 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 the podcast too. prep. The table should too. Yeah. Table needs something. I don't know what, but it 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 looks unhappy to me. But I still like it. It's a pretty table. All right. So, what are we supposed to do today? Uh, read these questions. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we can do that. No, I'm not going to read that one. All right. All right. Now, uh, honk honk ask a, and these are all off the network right they are yeah these are network subscribers correct right correct. people with skin in the game yep not not the same batch of people as we recruit comments from the haters from. well i don't know man are we getting comments from the haters on the network oh no no
3: i mean they're not haters if they pay us right
0: no i mean by definition they're exactly <clears throat> right so, uh, these are from the network, though. So, with the, you know people that are antied up, we kind of take them a little more seriously. Yep. Because here at the Asgard Company, we're about nothing but the money.
3: Exactly. That's how you become a That's millionaire. That's
0: why we have all these paid advertisements that we pepper the audience with right. through every one of our podcasts. Right? Yep. You ever watch the podcast and the there's like five commercials in the damn thing oh sure all of them yeah that's just you know i understand you gotta make money but god damn that's irritating it really is i mean nothing's more irritating than watching a video on youtube and have those criminal bastards insert an ad right into the middle of a word that the guy you're listening to is talking about yeah it's pretty terrible Oh, it's terrible. Okay. Rip, please discuss how gay sumo-style deadlifts are <laughs> and why one should or shouldn't do them. The bulk of the power lifters at my gym use them and get mad when I ask them what their regular-style deadlift numbers are. I suspect this is because they know deep down they're cheating and look gay while doing it.
3: Okay. Well,
0: I mean, it's a, the sumo deadlift is a way to uh, take advantage of an omission in the rules so these things started back in the 80s in the early 80s and uh, one of the first guys to to do this was mike bridges and i remember when you know back then the only source for information we had was the powerlifting usa magazine and uh you know we saw a, a big deadlift uh, pulled by bridges at 181 and it was you know, 700s because the the guys that wrote the deadlift rules had not bothered to stipulate. He pulled it sumo. Yeah, he okay. pulled it sumo. Yeah. First, first time we'd ever <clears throat> seen a big deadlift pull sumo. Because And, and it, the advantage, obviously, is that you don't have to pull it as far because you're creating artificially short legs with the angle of the feet angle of the legs coming out of the pelvis artificially short legs which shortened the moment arm between the hips and the barbell and cut the range of motion of the pull off several inches and uh, i mean if, if you paid any attention to this at all you have seen the videos on youtube of the the girls in the 114-pound weight class pulling the deadlift about an inch and a half with a uh, with a sumo stance. Now that's not a deadlift. That's not a deadlift. Deadlift is picking a bar up off the ground and locking it out at the top. And if one and a half inches is your lockout, then you've figured out how to to manipulate the rules and it and you've made a mockery of the of the actual lift itself but you know nobody's got that stipulated in their rules except us and our strength lifting where your feet must be inside your hands so it was you know this started a long time ago in response to an omission in the rules and what should have happened at the first meet where some guy pull this little stunt what should have happened is monday morning the rules committee of the ipf should have convened and they should have stipulated to the stance being inside the grip on the bar and that would have fixed it
3: i wonder what the judges thought
0: at the meet they 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 probably came out they scrambled around and looked into they probably Stop for a minute. Looked in the rules. Looked in the rules book and said, I don't know. And then just like, well, it's not in there. there. I guess it's It's not illegal. I guess he can do it. Well, then what they should have done was brought this up Monday morning and this should have been fixed right then, but it wasn't. Right. Because as we've observed many times, power lifters are just not that bright. You know?
3: Or they probably thought, that's pretty cool. I'm going to try that.
0: They might have thought that. Yeah. But if they were, you know, thinking clearly, they, which they obviously weren't, they would have said that they would have realized right then, this creates a lot more problems than it solves. In fact, what problems did it solve? That guy didn't win, right? But I'll, I'll, I'll ask you to remember a very, very important fact, all right? The heaviest deadlifts that have ever been performed in a meet the heaviest all the thousand pound deadlifts that have ever been performed in a meet were performed conventional not sumo right and this is not uh it's not arguable right now why we don't use them is because we're not power lifters what we're using the deadlift for is to make you stronger and we don't make you stronger by figuring out a way to reduce the range of motion of the pull. that's why we use the power clean instead of squat clean for our explosive movement Um, now that's you know this is this is one of the most popular misconceptions about why why does starting strength not have anybody in the ipf worlds well because we're not powerlifters
3: well we do we do have people in the ipf worlds
0: <clears throat> well we have people who have used our material in the ipf worlds. Well we don't send athletes to powerlifting meets because that's not what we do we train powerlifters moms to make them stronger and then we'll let the mom instruct the little boy about how to how to get stronger the correct way because that's her job, not ours. Okay, but, uh, you know, sumo is not a – but every high school football coach in the whole entire world is required to have their kids do sumo deadlifts without having even thought about what the hell they're doing you know it's a it's a problem it's a pretty good problem but you know we can't fix that we can't be responsible for everybody's fuck-ups now can we so all right did we deal with that enough you think
3: i think so i don't remember what the question was
0: sumo deadlift all right his second question i worked my way up to doing five sets of five chins why can i still not do but a couple of pronated pull-ups this is a chin this is a pull-up without band assistance what muscle group is weak that is limiting this well five sets of five chins is not particularly strong i don't think you're strong enough If you get your deadlift up i mean your real actual deadlift up you'll have a better chin because your lats are extremely involved in the deadlift Uh, but if you're just doing five sets of five chins you're just not very strong right now i don't see any any reason to do pronated grip pull-ups i mean why would you want to leave your biceps out of the movement pattern I mean, you know, we use the exercise. If there's two exercise, two versions of an exercise, we're going to try to use the one we're going to always use the one rather that uses the most muscle mass over the longest effective range of motion. And that is a chin up, not a pull up. So, I don't know, maybe that's an answer to your question.
3: Well, I mean, if he wants to if he wants to be able to do more Pull-ups,
0: he, just he needs should to just to practice more do pull-ups. Do some pull-ups. He'll, yeah, he'll do them. It's where you're doing five sets exactly. of five pull-ups. Yep. Maybe in, your in other chins words, will be a, at five sets yeah, of eight. Yeah, it's
3: not a one-for-one. One. you got to practice the pull-up.
0: Yeah. I don't, I've never done pull-ups. I don't like the way they feel on my elbows. And, I, you know, these massive biceps I've got, <laughs> massive. Damn. <laughs> are strictly the result of chin-ups so i guess they work pretty good huh right all right how come the studio audience is so quiet here i don't understand it what gillen water wants to watch the fucking podcast today and he's just quiet as a little mouse over there will morris uncharacteristically quiet <laughs> yeah, he's such a
4: loud man when he Being walks loud in the room
0: <laughs> okay and uh, this is it uh, a little while ago we got a very informative conversation with robert santana on your show regarding nutrition robert spoke about what the diet of an intermediate or advanced lifter who's trying to cut should look like. However, you didn't get around to talking about what to do uh, regarding training as a cut necessarily involves a loss of muscle mass, though minimized by the dietary advice given by Robert. I imagine the goal during a cut is to hold on to as much strength as you can rather than continuing adding weight to the bar though I may be wrong here so what should the programming look like during a cut well I don't recommend that you do a cut unless you're just you know morbidly ass glommy fat obese right I think you just need to eat 3,500 4,000 calories a day and train your ass off and your body fat will go down if you're overly concerned about your body fat you just have to understand that your body fat is going to go down as you continue to train and add muscle mass. A, a cut right?
3: implies a, a, a fixed time frame. So you're trying to do it a within – A cut means, what, six <clears> weeks? Whatever, within a certain short weeks, short period of time. Um, if, In other words, it's not necessary if you're following an intelligent process. You can clean right. up your food – And continue to get stronger and and improve your body composition and that's what we always perfectly reasonable to do that but that's that's the hard way right so people a couple things people typically want to go on a cut when shit gets hard and they are getting bored um, and they don't want to do the next set of heavy workouts so they're like yeah fuck I'll go on a cut cut. I'm getting fat I'll go on a cut
0: so I'll I'll use the cut as an excuse to lift lighter weights weights and for higher rips and and eat less light weights and high rips burn fat exactly well hypertrophy Hypertrophy, they make muscle, muscles bigger. You get jacked, and you get by, jacked, and by you get thin, paper thin skin and abs where you. Can by see doing sixty five percent of your three thirty five deadlift, I knew you're a guy that got so ripped one time <laughs> that you could see his pancreas.
3: <laughs> but
0: it was amazing.
3: If if you but, are going to go on a cut, so the, the the times that people, the the times that I will be okay with someone going on a cut is if they're you know have mental health issues over the whole deal or. <laughs> If they're a, a weight class athlete, right? I mean, that's a thing. But a, a cut doesn't necessarily mean the loss of strength. No, you might, you might not, you might not lose strength at you all. You
0: know, and, and you know when you don't lose strength, you're in cut. When you cut? keep fucking lifting heavy, when you keep fucking lifting heavy, and you take steroids. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, of course. That's what steroids. no not <clears throat> not dismiss this. I'm not this dismissing is what, it. No, for this sure. This is what steroids are for. Right. Steroids are used by bodybuilders yep. to maintain their muscle mass while they drop body fat. That's the whole point of taking steroids for guys that are not concerned with their strength. Right. Steroids preserve lean body mass in a caloric deficit, and they figured that out a long, long time ago, and that's why bodybuilders take steroids. It makes the whole thing way easier. Yeah. If you go on a cut, right, you're going to lose body fat. And you're going to lose muscle mass because you can't lose one without losing some of the other. The mechanisms do not, that, that are in play here do not permit that. It, likewise, you cannot gain muscle mass without gaining some body fat because the mechanisms are hopelessly intertwined. And they can't be skewed unless you take steroids. So bodybuilders figured out a long time ago that you take the right amount and the right kind of steroids and you can go on a cut and maintain more muscle mass. Not all of it, but more of it than you could if you only paid attention to your diet. And that's what the steroids are for. It's a terribly important that you understand that all big contest-ready bodybuilders are taking steroids. All of them.
3: My point was that if you're if if uh, you're serious about what you're doing, don't equate less calories and cut with strength loss because you're giving yourself permission to not right keep doing things the right
1: way.
0: No you can maintain your strength Absolutely. with, with, with by, when you clean up your diet, nobody's suggesting that you go on a eighteen hundred calorie a day diet that knows anything about this at all, but you can go from forty five hundred calories. A day just eating whatever you want to eat to 3,800 calories a day and not lose any strength. Right. You know, you just cut out the sugar, cut out the stuff that turns to sugar, and you will lose body fat and maintain your strength. Right? Oh, bodybuilding. They've put a lot of uh, misconceptions into this into what we do haven't they right lots and lots of misconceptions okay all right here's an interesting question i'm in australia and one of the options for trt in australia is testosterone undecanoate this is administered with two initial injections four weeks apart and then once every 10 weeks
3: from what what is it again Two, one, an initial injection it, all right yeah, it, it, two, two
1: initial injections then it's it's got a half-life of i think of 12 weeks and so they inject yeah, it nice. every 10 weeks
0: so apparently undecanoate's a real long half-life salt of testosterone this is administered with two initial injections four weeks apart and then every 10 weeks hmm. okay from what I can make out online it is not a popular option in the US as it needs to be administered by certain healthcare providers facilities as you have to be monitored monitored for side effect after administration <laughs> <laughs> fucking australia Damn. man a,
3: is it like really expensive or something what a the bunch hell is the, fucking weirdo what's in the australia. advantage of that
0: i don't it's the government controlled of course it. right that's the advantage yeah. of it, is the government remains in control of every aspect of your Australian existence. They started
3: <laughs> off so for well. side effects. <laughs> they did. They started off so well as an awesome penal colony. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. They should have stayed a penal colony. Yeah. Well, it, really, they have. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> right. I'm interested in its efficacy and ability to maintain stable levels as opposed to injecting every few days. Also, how do you go about controlling dose levels? Testosterone decanoate is prescribed as a thousand milligram per dose. Hmm. Any information to be appreciated, and I'm trying to work out which way to proceed. Well, here we use testosterone sipionate. In Europe, they use a relatively equivalent salt of testosterone called enanthate. Both of those. Uh, yeah, you know, they behave pretty similarly. Sipionate uh, uh, serum levels peak in about 24 to 36 hours and then slowly fall away. So that if you inject every four, five, six days, and I go once every seven days because I'm lazy, you know, I just don't care that much. I'm just getting some testosterone. And, and, you know, I go, you know, every. Uh, once a week, what I end up doing. It. Uh, and but once every six weeks, no, is that what he said? Uh, ten, no, ten weeks. No, ten no. Weeks. It's every ten weeks. Ten
1: weeks. They do the same thing in you, South Korea. You,
0: ten weeks. over that mic, Will. Oh, ten weeks. I am not. I'm not so opposed to. You know, administering an injection that I waited ten weeks to do it. That's. That seems kind of dumb to me. And
3: why do you have to be monitored, I wonder? Because it's a oh,
0: because dose? It's par- no, it's just
1: it's, just, it's just standard standard medical monitoring. But in Australia, they just keep it much more tightly controlled. And so what I would say... Well, because that, it's Australia. Because it's Australia. And then the, right. uh, the other point here is that you just don't have an option. That's the only thing that you're going to be able to get in Australia.
0: Yeah, if they don't... Uh, if they don't have sippy in australia right
1: yeah it's kind of a kind of a moot point that they have that's all they rate. manufacture that's, that's all that you're going to be able to get in australia right. same same thing in korea that's the only thing that the uh the physicians can prescribe there
0: well i don't know why i would wait 10 weeks you well, know
1: they're all administered in a physician's office Right. Yeah, they don't they don't send it home with a patient for them to inject it themselves. It's all done in the office, and so.
0: So I guess you don't want to go to the doctor more than once every ten weeks, and that makes sense. Which just but so what you end up with is essentially you don't have any TRT in Australia. Explains a lot. You know, explains their prime minister for damn sure. But, but it's a uh, it's a
1: nationalized healthcare system and so that that suits the government's needs. Whatever well.
0: suits the government's needs is what you're gonna get in Australia. You don't like that, move. Right. darn you know. If they'll allow you. If they'll allow you to move. I don't
4: think you can. So yeah. <laughs> what
0: they need is a hot revolution down there. Yeah. That's what they need. They get up their guns. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really yeah, well, can't the conduct a hot revolution, can they? They were proud of it, too. They fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Here, take our guns. No, you're right. If there aren't any guns, no one can be shot. Right? Because if we all give up our guns, nobody will have guns. Nobody will be shot. Right? What about if you need shooting? Some people need to be shot. Do you not understand that? I mean, no, they don't. All right, anyway. All right, Eric Schexnader says, I love my double-ply Dominion strength belt, but when I use it for power cleans, it always seems to get in the way. The bar typically hits the buckle and either turns right back around and hits the floor or slows down significantly, forcing me to drop much lower below the bar to catch it rather awkwardly. Am I doing something wrong? yes sir yes. yes you're using a double ply belt <laughs> for power cleats all right a double ply belt is stiffer than a single ply belt and the part of the belt the tongue of the belt that sticks out from the buckle that's not under tension sticks further out in front of you you didn't figure this out eric this isn't complicated all right you a single ply belt lays closer the tongue of the belt lays closer to your belly than a double ply belt because it's more flexible and it's thinner all right now if you can't afford a single ply belt take the double ply belt and turn it around so that the buckle is in the back and nothing will be in the way you uh, never seen that done eric <laughs> Or um,
4: switch to a neoprene belt. I mean, the fact of the matter is you're clean, you it's sub-maximal. Su- Velcro belt.
0: Yeah, a Velcro belt. Um, you can do it, a Velcro belt, they lay flat, and it's a sub-maximal pull. So you don't need as much You don't rigidity. need as much support. No. But just just put the belt on, turn it around, get somebody else to put put it in the hole it needs to be behind you. You know, get some help, and you'll be fine. Or spring for a single-ply belt. We won't have any trouble with a single ply belt. Okay. All right, Mr. Rip. Here, Chris Gomez asked me, Mr. Rip, when it comes to gambling, do you believe the house always wins? Well, if they gambling, want to stay, right? if they yeah. want to stay the house, they do. Right. Yeah. That's how it's set up. I mean, is there another way to do it?
3: Yeah, I guess it depends where you're gambling, but you're going somewhere to gamble? Yes. Of course. <laughs> the house always wins. Of course.
0: Yeah. This is two stupid questions in a row. <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely amazing. Vegas wouldn't Why exist. Why would the house yeah. not always win? Why gu- would you always win?
3: I guess if you're playing poker it's not really the house though, right? You're just playing against other the everybody else. But there's no other game where you're not Betting against the house
0: and house designed, always wins. if the house doesn't always win the there, house there goes wouldn't be away one. yeah there wouldn't be one. the house goes away the house has to close right right and who would invest in a house that didn't always win yeah i don't know i don't gamble i don't gamble i, I can't stand it can't stand the idea of it i just don't gamble i remember gambling i remember clearly last time i gambled all right we were at lunch i was up on the side of a hill in colorado we'd stop the horses and we were eating lunch and everybody's kind of sitting around and we somebody had a deck of cards and we playing a game called pass the trash and uh i lost 25 cents (laughs) I lost a quarter. So Is that a card it, game? Yeah, it's a oh, card okay. game. All right, and it pissed me off, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> pissed me off. Just a quarter <laughs> pissed me off. You've and never played?
3: You've never played a slot machine or anything like that?
0: Oh no, never. Oh God, no, no. That, yeah. That's I'm not that. Do I? How stupid <laughs> that, do I look?
3: That's how you become a millionaire, I guess. Oh yeah, right.
0: Yeah. They're yeah. all millionaires all these little old wizened 68 year old women smoking oh it's bad and putting yeah. quarters in slot machines man when i live how in, wealthy they are when i know? lived
3: in reno you know the, all the, the casinos have great food you know, so i'm serious yeah, they, always, it, they always it, it, do have so you food. you go to the casinos and you're walking through at lunchtime just it's all old people in their sweatpants you know playing off their retirements on the slot machines it's yeah. really sad mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: I think casinos oh, I just nauseating. Oh man, I think casinos
3: are cool as hell. Like it, like the way they they're run and all that kind of stuff. But it's a yeah, it's a it's predatory.
0: It's a racket. Yeah. It's a it's a racket. It's designed to they they feed off of stupid people. Sure, for sure. Poor old socially awkward inept stupid people who have no other way to interact with the universe than to gamble. And I I just you know no. I'm not going to do that. I I hadn't gambled at all. I've never played a slot machine or any kind of a game at a casino. Haven't done that. Hell, I you know we were up on the side of a mountain. You know, and I that if you're going to lose a quarter, that's the place to do it. You know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all right. <clears throat> This is an interesting question. What's the stance on which you've most dramatically, drastically, had to change your mind at some point? What evidence or argument persuaded you? Well, now let me think. I mean, the whole damn thing, i change my mind about something every month. Basically, as we learn things we incorporate them so i can't really tell you what was what was was drastic you know did i discover one day that black was actually white <laughs> no i've never i've never been that wrong to begin with
3: the only thing you might be able to point to is the uh first edition versus second edition Barpath. In the clean,
0: yeah. Now that's a real good point. That's right. The bar path in the clean was a was wrong in the first edition. Yeah, it was just absolutely wrong, and I'm I'm glad that thing didn't sell that many copies because that was that was a completely wrong ass idea. And the the idea about the bar path in the clean has evolved over time. And, I mean, even in the second edition, we were saying that the bar path in the clean was a straight vertical line, and it can't be a straight vertical line. Uh, It was pointed out to me that the, uh, the bar path in a clean is going to have some loop from the contact point on the thigh at the second pull to the rack there's going to be a loop it's unavoidable and i hadn't thought about that before and that was that's absolutely correct you cannot pull a barbell up from the second pull on the middle of the thigh in a straight line now you want it as straight and vertical as possible but there will be a loop in that part of the bar path due to the fact that you are leaning back and reacting your body's mass against the mass of the barbell in your hands and if that happens and you lean back the amount of reaction is between your body's mass and the mass on the bar is going to carry the bar some amount forward now it has to be kept to a minimum but a vertical bar path is impossible and that's not what happens and so yeah i was completely asked wrong about that that's a that's probably a good example of you know thinking about this in steps over the years uh yeah there's probably several examples of that we could we could cite uh when you corrected that was it just a aha moment or yeah, yeah? no he the guy pointed this out in a in the seminar one afternoon and uh and i said yeah no no i see your point there that's absolutely right this is this vertical thing's wrong can't be vertical you'd like for it to be vertical because vertical would be the least inefficiency but it can't be absolutely vertical because of the mechanism that gets it from second pull to the rack on the shoulders And, uh, now that was, you know, but, you know, I take comfort in the fact that nobody besides us has even had that conversation, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we have talked about over the years that nobody has even, didn't even occur to anybody else to talk about, you know, not the way we squat. Have you ever seen anyone else articulate the squat the way we do i mean we've all read haven't we is anybody else even headed in that direction ever has anybody else ever talked about why the shoulders are a little bit in front of the bar on every pull Whether you want them to be or not no one has even no one's even discussed it or thought about it except us so i don't know i think we do a pretty good job with this you know and if every once in a while i have to say i was rear then that's what i was at least i'll do it you know a lot of people don't a lot of people don't like to admit they were wrong you know i've been wrong all the fucking time i'm wrong all the time but when i figure out i'm wrong i try to stop being that way right and we will i mean that's why we have corrected the third edition six or seven times and uh you know it's probably time for me to read through that again and for us to issue another what we call a what do we call it revision we call it a revision it's not a new edition it's a revision we won't we won't ever have a fourth edition of starting strength because and it has to do with it it has to do with amazon it has to do with what happens at amazon most books in the 21st century are sold to amazon whether you want that to be true or not that is in fact the case and if you issue a fourth edition of starting strength if we were to turn one of those out all of our reviews would go away because the third edition reviews would not apply to the fourth edition
3: yeah it's a different book it's it a different sense. book yeah
0: it's a different book and that's the way they view it so what we do is we just change a few little things around, and the revision never never rises to the level of a new edition. Uh, there's a world of difference between the second edition and the third edition. But these little editions where we changed a few pictures and added a sentence here or there, which is what we do when we issue a revision, that's not a new edition so that's the that's the skinny on that so the press form has changed quite a bit press form is is changed quite a bit from first edition to the third edition oh yeah press forms changed quite a bit deadlift forms actually been explained whereas previously it was not you know back in back in the first edition days uh I was making the error of saying, well, the shoulders are a little bit out in front of the bar because that's the way we do it. Well, and what happens is it it became obvious that that's the way everybody does it because you have to because of the mechanical interaction between the human body and the loaded barbell. And that's why. But we didn't know that back then. I had no idea. And that thing that relationship between the lat, the lats and the bar, it was one of those duh kind of deals one night. I remember out on the sidewalk in front of the gym, we were pushing the prowler and you just I was thinking about it and it just slammed me in the head. That was an aha moment. And you know we had to work on that quite a bit, but I think we've got the mechanical explanation of the deadlift down as well as anybody has ever done it in fact nobody else has done it but us you know you've still got power lifters tried to squat down and pick it up off the floor there's a, there's a squat with a bar in your hands no it's not no it's not that is demonstrably false so as far as you know major changing my mind it happens all the time it's just a process It's a continual revision, culling, updating process. And every time I revise something or update something, I do it because I was wrong. Right? All right. I'd like to hear your personal take on how to best integrate responsible alcohol consumption into the program. Your cocktail videos are inspiring, and there needs to be more of them. Well the way you integrate responsible alcohol consumption into your program is with a glass. I think um, if you oh.
3: ask the, if you have to ask the question I don't think I don't think
4: you're really uh, the <laughs>
3: You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like if you got to ask, how much is too much?
4: Yeah, you're, you're, probably, you're probably drinking probably too much. You're probably drinking too much.
0: <laughs> well, I'm probably drinking too
4: much.
3: No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the guy asking the question. Yeah. The right?
4: guy asking or, the
1: question. Or you might have somebody that thinks that by doing the program that they have to completely abstain from alcohol, or else it will somehow go counter to doing. That's a good point. So good it could point, be yeah. exactly the opposite extreme.
4: I think it reads of he's drinking too much and he wants to know if he should back off.
1: I don't think so. I think, I think there's far, far more of the people that want to do the program and they want to adhere to every single thing so that they get the most out of it. And so he's abstaining from alcohol, but wants to be able to incorporate that into his life. But
0: does it fit into the program or not? Well, it fits into the program <laughs> pretty well. In fact, the program is designed for drinkers. Right. At no point during the development of this program were we drink? concerned with alcoholics. <laughs> at no point were we concerned with you guys not drinking <laughs> i don't think you drink enough <laughs> okay yeah. you should drink more one of my right.
3: favorite one of my favorite moments in your in wichita falls athletic club is mark brown comes to me one day and he goes uh
2: it's gonna
4: be a good story goes,
3: man I, I don't know what's going on i feel great i've been uh been lifting lifting heavier than i ever have in a long time i was like i don't know what's going on and then he comes back later, and he starts telling me about how uh, before before he needs to lose a little weight. Right. And he's like, I need a, I'm starting to get a little belly, you know. I've just been drinking too much beer. I was like, Mark. He's like, I was like, How much beer are you drink? He's like, like, Six pack every night. That's why you're hitting PRs. <laughs> and he goes, You know how he does. Yeah. Right? yeah. He stops yeah. for a second, looks around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's him, yeah, boy.
3: He's oh, he fucking like, six pack every night. But hey he's he's uh he's he's, he's lifting finally getting,
0: enough <laughs> <calories>. <laughs> finally
1: getting enough calories
0: you know the two weirdest fuckers in the gym are mark brown and phil right right yeah <laughs> i mean you got mark brown and phil and one in the same gym that's uh it it, it, it doesn't zoo, happen anywhere.
3: it doesn't happen anywhere else in the world
0: nope that only here that's absolutely true <laughs> <laughs> all right southern b balai or something like that asks if i don't get all five reps in my last set on the bench i get i get 225 the first second and second set but the third set i get three and then fail so i have to do another set to finish the last two reps when i come back to bench the next workout after my press day do i go to 230 or stay at 225 for five for three all right. there's an article on the website called The First Three Questions that you are supposed to have already read. Now, what you're doing is not resting enough between your sets. You're not resting enough between your sets. The second question is, are you eating enough to get recovered from the training? Probably not. All right, probably not and sleeping now let's see that's the third question second question is taking too big a jump so sounds like he is i mean well he's 225 first second third rep third set i get three and then failed so i have to do another set finish the last two reps well what was the set what was what was the weight in the workout prior to 225 was it 220 was it 215 Something stupid like that? Did you take a 10 pound jump? Was it 222 and a half like it probably should have been? That's the second question. What were the jumps? First, rest between sets. Second, how big are the jumps? And third, are you getting recovered? And that's food and sleep. All right, now you start satisfying all three of those requirements and everything gets normal. But the first thing you ask, For a question like that is which of these three things am i not satisfying in in my training and usually the problem is there now for a person who's been training seven or eight months it may be that you have reached the point of training advancement that you've got to change your programming up to where you're making five pounds a week jumps instead of five pounds between the workouts that happens. That in fact happens, okay? But I suspect the way this question is worded that you're just not paying any attention to the, the first three questions, first three questions. All right? Comments, suggestions?
3: You gotta figure out why you're, st- why you're getting stuck. If you got the first set of five with no problem, uh, you, you, you really shouldn't have that, much. it shouldn't unravel that quickly on a bench press that happens on the press all the time unless you're
0: wait waiting three or four minutes between sets exactly that's That's what i mean yeah then yeah you're going to miss you're going to miss the last set if you do that
1: i've seen it plenty of times where people are just kind of passive about the weight increases yeah they think that just because you follow what the program says you're going to do that you could be passive about everything else in your life and you're just going to continue to pile weight on the bar mm-hmm. and so that's what the first three questions are for you have exactly to, you have to create the environment to be able to continue to add five pounds or else you're going to stall all
4: right that's why I tell every everybody with my clients coming to the gym that's the easy part <clears throat> getting under a bar is the easy part it's all this shit you're doing all
0: the other shit after that that, that accounts for the rest of the exactly week. exactly the rest of the week
4: you know, my, my problem is eating enough. That's, that's, yep. uh, that's hard for me. And it shows every single time I don't eat enough and I'm trying to PR. I never had any trouble with eating enough.
3: Nope, me either.
4: Me and, me and Will were talking about that. I told oh. Will that's my, that's my weakest point. I can, I can get enough sleep.
0: You know, I'm just so so sad that Bonanza closed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bonanza, <laughs> shit, man. We used to go there all the time when I was little. Oh man, <laughs> that's the like buffet steakhouse thing, right? Yeah, steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Ponderosa. <laughs> was there Ponderosa here?
0: No. Okay, it was same deal. It read a Ponderosa. <laughs> all you could eat place that had. You know shitty steaks buffet they uh, at one time they had pretty good steak did they? There. those kind of places are where you have to learn to go if you're trying to get big because uh a lot of times it's not practical to eat five times a day you just can't do it you're busy you're working whatever the hell you're doing so when you eat a meal one of those meals is gonna have to be uh 3, calories damn <laughs> and that's how you do it
3: on that on that last question shouldn't the uh the fourth question be do you know how to perform the lift you know because um
0: well that's assumed
3: right well i don't know that's if assumed. Uh, well you know, <laughs> you know I, it you may mean.
0: not that shouldn't yeah. be no leg drive chest collapsing elbows yeah running i running mean bar. if you 225 is the weight i wrote need to really the know first three questions i assumed that you were doing them correctly. Maybe that was an incorrect assumption. Well, you Everybody has we, form problems.
3: We but. always talk about this in the in the programming lecture. It's you can't have a programming discussion. You can't ask a programming question without the two assumptions that number one, your form is is close. If efficient at enough, least close and that you're training consistently so if you're right. not doing those two things and if you're
0: missing workouts fix that que- first the rest of the questions don't matter yeah you got to mm-hmm. fix that first if you're squatting else. five inches above parallel <clears throat> the rest of the questions don't matter right i mean you there's got to be some baseline assumption of compliance before we start exactly. troubleshooting why you're getting stuck five months into the program
4: yeah and and it, and this is a big assumption but it's an assumption if they're digging hard enough to where they're reading articles on why they're getting stuck i would think they would have some of their shit together yeah right
3: i wonder i wonder what percentage of the audience has lists that are 90 percent there well 90 percent shouldn't be enough to fuck up programming yeah. yeah you know i mean they don't have to be perfectly I think nobody's
0: yeah. you know i think there's 10 percent slop built sure. into the End of the deal now. That slop cannot be in depth on right. squats, and or, it'll
3: it'll come out as you know, an advanced lifter when you're lifting the heaviest weights you can possibly lift. Yeah, in it, an intermediate, a novice, it's
0: there's I enough mean, slop available. Yeah. If you're squatting an inch above parallel right now, that that next and, month you're gonna be squatting two inches. Sure. Above yeah, parallel. and that that and bar path
4: because once the weights get heavy, your bar path can't can't get off.
0: No. No, and you, it's and heavy usually enough. if you can lift it to bar path is close. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: I mean you can start throwing a whole bunch of assumptions in there too, like can the person actually grind out a heavy repetition? Do they psychologically they know mean, how to grind through a, because the fifth you know, rep? We we've all seen right. people that as soon as the bar the bar slows down at all, they're they just, not going to take another repetition. They just set it on the pin. Yep. And they'll right. they'll say that they failed that lift whenever they abandoned it. No, the they lift. quit the lift. Yes. That's they what they did.
0: It. Yep. They didn't fail it. So there's some of these things, you know. You have to you, you have, have to, to have just, some you know, allow for, mm-hmm, but exactly. the when I wrote the first three questions, you know, the what I what I and what I still see most frequently is you're not taking enough time between the sets. <laughs> right. and the reason they don't take enough time between the sets is because they think pump. They want to pump. They're thinking about bodybuilding. They're thinking about how it feels. doesn't matter how it feels. What matters is, did it go? See, now we're back to RPE bullshit. Right. Your subjective feelings are irrelevant. Did you get the fifth rep? That's the only thing we're concerned about, is did you get the fifth rep? If it takes you 15 minutes... To rest between the second and third set to get the fifth rep then that's what you do because we're looking for data not your happiness not subjective perception of wonderfulness we're looking for data and data is did the fifth rep go you don't try it you don't know whether the fifth rep, fifth rep went. you got no data right and other stuff. I mean, some of this you just have to. You've got to trust them.
3: Yeah, if somebody, if and somebody if you
0: can't trust them, that's where coaching comes from.
3: Well, exactly right. Ask me if they can do a programming consultation, and, P, and coaches will do this all the time. They'll just get on a call with somebody and just go over their program and tell them, uh, tell them what to do and what not to do. But that's that's bullshit. Uh, anytime I do a programming consultation with somebody, I have to see their lifts. I, I gotta see it. I gotta see. You
0: cannot it. do a programming consultation because if your lifts are all fucked in, up, we need to stop. Oh, you, yeah. It,
3: yeah, The programming's not your problem. You programming need is not the problem. Yeah.
0: Your 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 technical sure. execution's the problem. That's got to be. That's got to be first.
3: Yeah, but I'm not looking at it and saying, oh, you know that. I'm not looking for for precise technical execution. I'm looking that they're close enough, and then we can talk about your programming question. Once I'm confident that you're not screwing th- not, that, you're not leaving tens of pounds off the bar right by starting your deadlift with your ass too low or, or squatting high or too right. deep or something like that you know so but yeah that's the right way to do it but when somebody asks a question in this format you just gotta assu- we gotta assume that uh that form is okay that they're actually training they're probably not to your point but you know what else can you do
0: well all right i decided i didn't want to read the last question i was there <laughs> i think that last question was productive though i don't think so
4: you don't think it's productive i read it you didn't no 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 no, no. the oh, last, last one we addressed, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well yeah that's <laughs> certainly different. let's 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 stand on a high note
0: all right <laughs> that's, that's what i that was basically what i thought <laughs> you know this it. was a good place to, to just shut the fuck up and let everybody go back to what they were doing before they started the podcast today so i'd like to thank our studio audience yeah it was fun Our with the live guys. Yeah. studio audience it's fun with more people here uh, dr morris and uh mr Gillenwater, who didn't get asked a question today because i didn't have anything ready i think i've talked about all the jewish stuff i know about
3: it's cheaper for you this way so. probably
0: is <laughs> usually is to it's cheaper to not deal with jews that's true <laughs> So, you keep that in mind, you people watching the podcast, and we'll see you next time here on Starting Strength Radio.